Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Hour number two of the program. Matt Harkins behind the glass, taking your calls at 412-928-9370. I'm Bob Pompiani. Thanks for joining me today on this beautiful Saturday. And a reminder to you, also going on in Pittsburgh tonight at Highmark Stadium, you got the Pittsburgh Riverhounds SC against New York Red Bulls, too. A very good offensive team, both with good records. The Riverhounds are only one loss on the year. They've had seven shutouts. They're doing a very good job, and it's a wonderful night to sit right there on the river. A beautiful view of downtown at Highmark Stadium. Riverhounds and New York Red Bulls, too. And if you can't make it down, check it out on Pittsburgh CW. We'll have the game for you as well. But it's a great opportunity uh, to watch some soccer on what is World Cup start week. 412-928-9370. We're talking a lot about the Pirates, uh, also the Steelers, what you make of their chances moving into training camp. They have six weeks off first. Uh, They had one significant injury in the OTAs, and that was to Hawkins, their uh, swing tackle. He's out for the year, and so now uh, they're going to have to call upon some guys, um, specifically Chukwuka Okora for a rookie to maybe be that guy, and that's going to put a lot of pressure on his plate. We're also talking about a comment Todd Haley made about the Steelers. It's a direct shot to the Steelers. Haley, who is now the uh, offensive coordinator with the Cleveland Browns, says, quote, what I will say is probably in my career, this is one of the best, if not the best, quarterback rooms. Again, I stress, keep in mind what he had before in some of his rooms. Roethlisberger, Batch, Leftwich, over in Arizona, Warner, um, Matt Leiner was part of that equation. And he says this group in Cleveland is could be the best he's ever had. So, I mean, you got Tyrod Taylor, Drew Stanton with Baker Mayfield unproven. 412-928-9370. I also talked a lot in that first hour about Phil Kessel. And do you like the fact that he's here and will be here, or would you trade him? A lot of people think that might be in their best interest to do so. What do you think? Call us or tweet at KD Pomp. Let's go to Art in the car. Kicks us off this hour. Art, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'd like to talk about uh, the L.A. game on last Tuesday night. There was uh, runners on I mean, Arizona. third. And uh, there was a short fly ball to left field, and Dickerson was playing left field. He didn't even make an attempt to throw the runner out at home. And the announcer says, I guess we got to know his limitations. Well, he's shown me that he has pretty good awareness out there in left field. I, I know the play you're talking about, but um, what is your overall point here with that, Art? That uh, – we got to know his limitations and when to play him in left field. If he's a a major league ball player, he ought to have an arm to throw out a guy from short left field. I think Dickerson should be in left field every single day. I think Meadows should be in right field every single day. I think Marte should be in center every single day. Until Gregory Polanco figures out what's wrong with him, and although I thought he had a pretty good at bat last night with the bases loaded where he fought off a lot of tough pitches by Matt Harvey and eventually lined into a double play, but – uh, he has, to, he's, you know, he is right now on that Mendoza line for average. He's just not doing a lot based on what is expected of him. So I don't think he should have a right to get in there every single day and play up here. Uh, again, people talked all week about how Miguel Sano, an all-star with Minnesota, they, they sent him down, low levels of minor league, just to try to get himself. That doesn't mean, and they do have an option left on Polanco, that doesn't mean you're giving up on a guy. You talk to him and say, hey, listen, you got to work on these things, and it's easier for you to work there instead of playing here where you play once every th- – you know, a couple days, take a break, and you're trying to figure it out and costing us games in the meantime. So that's all I'm saying. Let's go to Doc in Claysville. Doc, welcome to the show. How are you? 
Happy Father's Day, Bob. You too. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Hey, you know, first of all, ban the DH as far as I'm concerned. I've always been that way. I never change on that. Real baseball is with with the p- pitcher batting and all the strategy. So I kind of agree with you, Bob. Uh, now, as far as the Pirates situation, Bob, as I look at it realistically, uh, right now they're sitting there at 34 and 35. They got 93 games left. 93 games left. And I hear a lot of people throwing in the towel wanting to trade people. Okay? Now, the division is out of play here because the Cubs are so powerful. They got they're just they're just loaded up there. So the Cubs are going to win the Central. In the in the East is going to be it should probably end up being Washington. In the West it should end up being the Dodgers. That's pretty likely. Now that's your three divisions winners and three spots in the playoffs. You got two spots left, and here's where the Pirates are in play. Do you know that the Pirates are even ahead of the Giants with all that? Power they got out there and everything like that in the standings. The Pirates are 34 and 35, and the Giants are 34 and 36. The Colorado Rockies are 33 and 35, just like the Pirates. Now, what you got there is seven, seven or eight teams fighting for these two last spots. Now, in the East, you got Philadelphia and the Braves falling up, you know, as far as for the uh, one of these spots or two of these spots. And in the Central, you got. Milwaukee, St. Louis, which is only three games ahead of the Pirates, and then you got uh, Pittsburgh, and then in the in the West you got Arizona and all right, Colorado. So, so what you're saying is they shouldn't give up on anything, given where they are, and just an opportunity to make it regardless. Right. Yeah. The wild card's what they could go after, and all they need. To, they got 20 out of 29 games at home, the way I understand it, and if they could put some kind of streak together. They're still winning. You think the Giants out there are giving up? You know, the, you know, no, no way. So uh, this is the way I look at it, Bob. And I think that, uh, you know, if they, if they can get some kind of streak, I've always said I'm a big believer in winning 15 out of 20, even 14 out of 20 or something. Like, you know, that gets you right up in there with everybody else. But uh, well, I, Doc, I, what so, I'll say is that they were in first place on May 17th. Ever since then, they've had the worst record in the National League. And I knew they would, you know, not produce the same sort of results given their schedule because they have some really tough teams. Now, the rest of this road trip, or homestand, I mean, is going to be difficult. they got the Brewers and the Diamondbacks. I think you'll know a lot more about them after this homestand. If you're talking about making up ground, you got to do it head-to-head against the teams that are right there, and these I are agree. teams that are right there. So depending how on how they games? do. Go ahead, Bob. No, go ahead. So, uh, how many games have they lost here? Uh, you know, mainly by uh, playing the wrong people as far as management. Then, and how about just the uh, dumb mistakes by the players? And how about the, you know, you know, uh, uh, not playing Meadows that much? You know, just uh, I just think there's so many games left, Bob. Ninety-three to you know, or you, you, like you say, we gotta gotta get something going here. But uh, I'm really staying with it here, and hopefully, I might be drinking. People might think I'm drinking a Kool Aid. Well, if I still am, but I watch enough baseball to know that. Remember, Hurdle had his team win 23 games in a row one time. Uh, that was a different and team, and one I don't. Last, I, I one don't... last thing, Bob. If you look back, uh, the Cardinals got into the wild card at 83 and 79, 83 and said four games over 500. You know what? They end up winning the World Series. So, in other words. If you look at that, you got to get the. I've always said you got to get the ninety, but I think this year it might be about eighty-seven to to get into playoffs. So you do the math. It's just, you know it's, you know you got to beat the teams ahead of you, but that's that's pretty much normal in any uh, 
baseball. All right, Doc. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, you're optimistic. Uh, that's fine. I'm not looking at that. I look at my eye test. I don't see a playoff team here. So, therefore, uh, I'm sticking to what I said earlier, eight, 75 wins. Until I see better consistent performance out of them against the better teams, then I'm not going to change my mind there. I do think they have the potential to compete for a wild card. I will agree with you on that. It will depend on how they do against some of these teams, and I think it would be intriguing to see if they get closer to that deadline and if they are still relevant, what they would do. We saw it, um, when was it, two years ago where they traded Melanson. Um, you know, even though I, they were three and a half games out of a wild card, if my uh, memory serves. Uh, so that's doable in July, and yet they uh, pretty much traded. But they made, as it turned out, it was a good deal to get Rivero before he turned into Vasquez, although now he's turning back into Rivero, it looks like. Anyway, the point is they have to put up some numbers at home when they get the chance. And if they do, they'll make it interesting. If they don't, they're going to have a hard time uh, doing anything but becoming sellers at the trade deadline, as John Morosi wrote yesterday on a national column. 412-928-9370 is that number. So how do you feel about Gregory Polanco continuing? And I'm anxious to see the lineup card for today just because, you know, he played last night. And, uh, you know, this rotation of outfielders, I think, is not the right way to go when you have a guy playing as well as Meadows is playing. Uh, he should be out there until he shows he can't handle it. And so far he's shown he can handle it. Polanco struggling. To me, if your objective is to win games, you go with what makes sense. And that makes sense. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. The other interesting note this week was that Jung Ho Gung was activated the 40-man roster, which means he's now in play, which means he now gets paid, which means he's off the suspended list, but he's playing down in AAA, and the numbers have not been as good as they were in single A. If and when he does come up here, where would you expect him to play, and how much would you expect him to play? Let me know what you think at 412-928-9370. also want to keep that Phil Kessel trade talk alive. How do you stand with this? What would it take for you to get rid of Phil Kessel? I'm of the belief they need to keep him here. And they need to play him with Evgeny Malkin, in my view. If they don't, I don't think you're going to get the same results. I just don't. I think Derek Broussard is going to be fine. I think people have come to the conclusion that um, that was a bad trade when it's just a very limited sample size. This guy's pretty good, and I think you'll see that over the course of a long season. So all those topics on the table for you. Give us a shout here. It's 412-928-9370. This is the Bob Pompiani Show. Our thanks to Allegheny Health Network, Health for All, PNC Bank for the Achiever in You, and Number One Cochrane, Go One Better. More calls on the way right here next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.